0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jaboy.
1: The Meat is the Improv and Storytelling Podcast. Where we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do with those stories, Jake?
0: Well, we use them for inspiration, for long-formed comedic scenes. Improvised comedic scenes. Yeah,
1: improvised Unless uh, you think scenes. there's a team of writers. Um, great. We got a Patreon, and we got t-shirts on TeePublic. Um, you can check all that out on our socials. Um, I'm going to keep that nice and brief today. Uh, so let's just get to the show. Um, Today, we have two very special guests. Uh, um, uh, First, a first-timer on the show. Uh, Welcome, Sam D. Thanks for being on, Sam. Thanks
0: for having me. Hi, Sam.
1: Uh, Good to have you. Hi, Jake. Uh, Hi, Jake. I didn't think I've said hi to Jake. Um, And our second guest is a returning guest. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the last time she was on was right after the election. Mm-hmm. There was a time in between. Uh, from Cardinal Redbird and all sorts of other stuff. Jamie Gall. Welcome, Jamie. Thanks for being on. Hi.
2: Hi,
1: Jamie. I'm happy to be back
2: <laughs> for my four-year.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: That's crazy, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every four years, I'll be
1: here. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty dour. We, we, I think we had you booked to be on that show before we got the results of that election. Yeah. yeah. And then it was just like, we, uh, I think... I think you know, you all still shared your stories and stuff, but there was a pretty good I think I, I just remember being like, Well, we have to talk about it or I don't know. Everyone was just decompressing.
2: Yeah, there was a bit of a cloud hanging over like trying to be funny or like trying to do improv and just like I, I remember it was me and Andrew Hansen and just walking back to our cars being like, I don't even know if anything was funny. I don't know what's <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah it was such a shock um Mm -hmm. and now we (laughs) we've all adjusted slightly
2: yeah
1: yeah that was sort of the first like smack in the face and then (laughs) here we are in 2020 and like we can't even meet in person anymore (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wonderful um all right well uh, let's talk about other stuff <laughs> the, yeah. Since the election's so depressing um, I'm still in the great woods Of northern Wisconsin Y'all are in Los Angeles mm-hmm. oh, I know one thing that uh, I would mentioned to you Jake have, 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 have any of you read the book Bird by Bird? No <laughs> uh, I took Jake's workshop Where he did
3: the workshop off of
1: it Bird by Bird I'm only halfway through I've borrowed it twice from the LA library uh, via ebook and I have not, I have not gotten very far, but I was like looking up, I was, I was looking up the author <laughs> uh, or I was looking, looking it up to like buy the ebook or just see what my options were to like finish it off. Cause I don't want to wait for the library. And uh, I noticed the author is a white lady with dreadlocks.
2: <laughs> oh, like uh, Rachel Dolezal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Kind of. I don't think she claims to be black. <laughs> uh but I don't I guess I don't I don't it took me a little bit by surprise. It's not the aesthetic you're like expecting ever. <laughs> I think from an What's older
2: that book about.
1: It's about the writing process. Jake, you should uh, probably answer
0: this. It's like um it's basically like i think it's some tips on writing and life or whatever and the title bird by bird comes from the idea that like uh it's based on a story where her her brother when he was in like elementary school put off this report on birds and it was like due the next day and her Uh, He was like freaking out And her dad was like We're just going to take it bird by bird buddy Uh, And so the (laughs) idea is like You don't have to like uh, One of the big sort of concepts Is like short assignments Uh, Like you don't have to write the next Great American novel Uh, You don't need to put that pressure on yourself Uh, You just need to take it bird by bird And like write a little bit Um, She says like She uses A visual of like a two inch by two inch picture frame uh, on the screen or wherever and it's like all she has to do is fill that space and she'll count it as a success or whatever so um, it's just like a very like relaxed approach to kind of like writing or productivity she's also written novels but I think that book sort of like uh, was her big kind of thing she's also on that Netflix show um, oh,
1: I know what you're talking about. Yeah, my little dive. <laughs> no, it's that one by the guys who do Adventure Time. The uh, am I lagging?
0: A little bit, but um, majestic or midnight or yeah, Midnight Gospel. That's oh, right. Oh,
2: yes, yes, yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, she's they interview her on one of them.
2: Cool.
0: Um, um that I'm makes. Right oh what are you reading
2: it's about an author it's not a, it's not like a book for writers it's called the perfect marriage but sure. perfect is crossed out it's about this man who has an affair and then the woman he was having an affair with ends up dead and his wife is like a public defender and is defending him in court saying that he didn't kill her
0: whoa
2: it's really good i really like it that's a, it's a pretty good, good it's a good beach read yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Um, that's a but the guy experience. is a writer.
2: The guy who allegedly does or doesn't kill this woman is a writer. So I thought that that's how those two things linked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they're books. Uh, that also works. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm looking at pictures of this Anne Lamott lady, uh, and I see it. Yeah, she's got dreadlocks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she does have dreadlocks. Yeah. That's what I was finding, and I, I just like—I <laughs> wasn't like trying to do a deep dive, but I found it a little disturbing because I'm halfway through this book, and it's good. Like, like it's—I like was really into it. I was looking to buy it. I still will. I don't really know even where I land on like, like I wouldn't be a white guy with dreadlocks. I don't think I'd be comfortable doing something like that. I don't know. It's not my place, I think, to call call it out. But it was jarring to be like, well, <laughs> it'd be like finding out like Hemingway wore like <laughs> a jorts or something like that. I wear jorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <appropriate> <laughs> jort culture. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> like, it was, I don't know. It's been a minute since I've had, I, I guess there's. I've had the experience where you like hear someone hear someone's voice a lot, and then you like see what they look like in person, and that's a surprise. Yes. I guess authors can totally like you're just kind of imagining the person a lot. Uh-huh. Like even I'm re- I'm reading a David Foster Wallace book, and then he all, I see pictures of him, and he's always wearing that head scarf. You're yeah. talking about? Mm-hmm. I think it's because he's balding and insecure about it. Maybe <laughs> uh,
0: he sweats a lot. Know. I know that he sweats. Or he did sweat a lot, and it. I think it's a, like, leftover, because he's also a big tennis guy. He used to play tennis a lot.
1: Gotcha. So they do, like, headbands. (laughs) So that was a little weird. (laughs) I I don't know. I just, I don't really have anything to say about it. It doesn't diminish the book for me. It's just, like, bold choice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I looked up, I did it, I looked up, like, NPR, what NPR radio hosts look like. Uh, And I almost wish that I didn't. I think I liked sort of uh, like how I was imagining them. Um, It's kind of weird when you do it and then you try and go back and go like, where did I pull that image in my head from? Like, how did I construct just like based off of a voice? I like gave them like hair color and length and like, uh, yeah, it's weird.
2: Well, it's like, like whenever I read a book, I try to like imagine the main characters as like actors or people I know. And mm-hmm. it's like, then they turn it into a movie or something. And you're like, oh, that's really not how I would have cast this. <laughs> or like, they always say like, with like scary stories, like it, if you're just reading the book, it's so much scarier than if you actually like watch it. Cause you're the one who's making up all the scary like things and right. you know how to scare yourself. So yeah. I try not to like, I, I try to, um, it's hard. Like you want to look it up and you want to see the movie or you want to see the images, but you're like, what? I feel like my mind's just better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I would have that experience. I can remember vividly like in middle school and high school, my friend John would like see an episode of the Simpsons or South park that I would missed. And he would essentially give me the play by play of the episode. And it was <laughs> way funnier Like, him telling me about it, and then I would, like, eventually get to watch it, and I would be like, this is not nearly as good as he, like, told it to me as it was.
1: Uh, That's very rare.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I attribute his storytelling technique, I guess. Um, (laughs) But there were a few episodes where I was, like, even, like... He, like, he must have took some liberties because I was, like, w- waiting for parts to happen that didn't happen, and I was like, what the heck? Like, where's <laughs> that really funny part that he mentioned?
1: So, uh, the the line has already started forming outside of the Barnes & Noble. Uh, there's a whole lot of fans really excited to meet you. Um... Uh, it's sort of up to you what you'd like to do. We can do kind of like, uh, we can keep everyone moving sort of like five, 10 seconds at a time. Maybe j- just get a signature. If you want to do photos, a lot of people like to do that. It could take a little bit longer. I know that your whole book is about like um, how to really uh, grab the essence of life and get the most out of it. So I know, you know, you might have more of a connection with these fans than maybe say like a, I don't know, like a horror writer. No. I hate no. horror writers, yeah, go ahead
2: no, I, that's all that all sounds great. I'm just wondering um when someone's gonna be here to do my hair.
1: Oh do um, you wanted a, hair and makeup?
2: Well, I mean, I have a very specific look I have mm-hmm. my dreadlocks um, uh-huh. I can't do them on my own, and I think my fans will be. A little wary if they just see a straight-haired white woman in here trying to wax poetic about you know the world
1: <laughs> got it so you want dreadlocks in a matter of minutes
2: yeah yeah just get just get someone get a a, a tub of coconut oil and get to uh-huh. twist it i would do it myself but i don't want coconut oil hands when i'm signing my books and hugging my fans
1: yeah um, you know, I was good. <laughs> Boy, uh, do I have hair and makeup? I, I, this is an ask I'm not familiar with, but you know what? Um, oh. We're very happy to have you, and I will talk to my manager and we'll great. figure something out.
2: Okay, perfect. I'm going to be over here looking in this mirror.
1: <laughs> you look great, by the way. You. Oh, I, if I it appreciate. were up to me, I would say I'd take advice from you looking how you
0: are.
2: Well, it's not up to you, and, and my brand was not built off of <laughs> just some basic woman.
0: Got it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Loud and clear. I'll be okay. Uh, right.
1: <laughs> he goes into a back office. <laughs> Pete. Yeah? Uh, we got a situation out there. Mm-hmm. Kroll, uh, the author who's si- doing her signings today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants dreadlocks. Uh, and we're supposed to start the signing in about five, ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know, even know if it's appropriate to do it, but she's demanding it.
0: Uh, I I think we got to do it, right? I mean, uh, you know what? Get uh get the uh stock guy, Sam. He was uh he works in the you he, he stocks all the books in the health uh, health and beauty section. I'm sure. You, you know, think he gleamed
1: something from the book? he was hope so.
0: I should <laughs> hope so. That's what books are for. They're for learning, right? Uh, when George well, he's not R- reviewing the books.
1: <laughs> he's stacking them on the shelf.
0: Well, he's got to know more than somebody. When George R.R. R. Martin was in here, we used the guy who stocked the fantasy section and dressed him up as a dragon. So <laughs> I imagine <that laughs> Sam knows a thing or two about, uh, you know, uh, like... Uh, Quick flash dreadlocks.
1: All right, fine, I'll go ask him. All right. He goes out to the health and wellness section. Uh, hi, oh, Sam is Josh, up? you scared me. <laughs> hi oh. okay. Uh, um listen, I don't know if this is cool to ask or whatever. Do you, do you happen to read any of these books in your section or do you just stock them?
3: Uh, A little little of this, little of that. I mean, you you skim. Yeah. You read some of the books when you stock them.
1: Okay. Well, we've got our author, uh, Shirley Mackerel. She's, she's signing all the books today. I'm sure you saw the line around the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, she would like dreadlocks in the matter of the next five to 10 minutes. Um, is that possible? I don't even know if I should. If you know, or yeah, I mean, uh, hold on, let me find the book.
3: <laughs> yes, dreadlocks in five minutes or less. I've read Jeez. this so many times while stocking it.
1: <laughs> How long could this book be? <laughs> it's a picture book. Oh, it's actually. A, it's a, okay, Well, go, Sam. Show me.
0: Okay, let's go. We see Sam do it to Josh in uh in five minutes as an example. <laughs> <What the laughs>
3: I don't want this. What? Oh my god, I don't want dreadlocks. You said show me.
1: <laughs> no, I meant show me the book. Oh, well here's the book. I've, well, now I see it in my own hair. You did it. You had all this I these are pretty cool actually. <laughs> right? No, they're not cool. I feel stupid. What
2: is the hold up? I it's, Oh my god, your hair looks incredible.
1: Yeah. Uh, enough with. Uh, I, listen, I don't. I I, I I don't like it, but uh, apparently it's possible. So uh,
2: it looks amazing. If 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 someone can do that to my hair, I will sign these books until your store is closed.
3: Okay. Uh, okay. Yep, just let me oh. let me get your hair and uh,
2: Hi. Just- oh, thank you. Wow. Here
1: we go. Dreadlocks.
2: Oh my god.
1: Jesus, Sam, you're really good at that. Incredible.
2: Thank you. I feel like I can finally address my audience as my most authentic self, which is with my dreadlocks.
1: Okay. Can you undo these?
3: (laughs) Uh, There's actually a separate book for that, and I haven't read that one yet. Uh, It just came in. But in a few days, I'll stock it. I'll probably read
0: it, and I'll be able to undo those
1: things. (laughs) A few days? I have my family portrait coming up.
0: (laughs) We got to a week later. Josh. Uh, What? Uh, By the way, looks great. Uh, (laughs) um, I got to say those dreadlocks are working for you. Look. Uh, I really don't think so. The, we got the author who did Moneyball here, um, and he's insisting that he wants to be able to hit a home run off of a 65-mile-an-hour curveball. So go see if Sam has <laughs> gleaned anything. What does that have to do with Moneyball? <laughs> Moneyball's about GM strategy. He doesn't need to know that. Yeah,
2: it's me, the author of Moneyball. Hank? Osborne, I want to hit a fastball. Yeah, look
1: at this person. This
2: person has this person has dreadlocks too. What? Oh, hey. I can't hit a fastball because I only have one arm and a dreadlocks. <laughs> Pitch me a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch me a money. We ball. gotta
0: do it. got <laughs> go get Sam. I think this is the same.
1: So, goes up to Sam. Sam, <laughs> listen. I feel like you're owed a promotion or something because you're. <laughs> Doing way more than just stocking the shelves you're kind of keeping this whole place together. Oh, Are there you. any books that teach you how to how to hit was it a hundred mile curveball that 's even a lot um, I don't think any any
3: that's <laughs> hitting a 100 mile curveball Yeah I mean there's there's this one How to hit a curveball 90 miles per hour or
0: pass.
1: Oh not me <laughs> You said show me I think <laughs> I don't need these skills I've got a great job as a P- PR guy Alright I've got these Dreadlocks I can't manage And, <laughs> and well, now I can considered- Hit a 100 mile an hour off speed pitch <laughs> Have
3: you considered going to the PR section of the bookstore?
1: <laughs> there's a PR section? <laughs> yeah, there's an entire PR section of the bookstore. I, I mean, I, I already know most of this. Day. Yeah. Well, I don't mean to talk down to you, but uh, I did four years of college on it. I don't think anything in a silly bookstore could uh, teach me anything I don't already know, uh, academically or instinctually. So.
0: We got to Josh meeting with his manager again. His manager's reading a book how to fire an employee. (laughs) Josh, uh, thanks for seeing me. Um, Yeah, did you call our bookstore a silly bookstore that can't teach you anything?
1: (laughs) I did. I did I say that out loud? I maybe I didn't say the whole bookstore was silly.
0: D- did I? I- <laughs> Listen, is this about the dreadlocks? <laughs> no, those look great. They've caught on well. Uh... <laughs> what the hell?
1: <laughs> My family portrait came back awful. <laughs> All right, let's get into the meat part of the podcast. This is the part where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Uh, Sam. You are up first as our first-timer. <laughs> what would you like to talk about? Cool.
3: Uh, so my story is about uh, academic espionage. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, before I moved to L.A., I was uh, in a Ph.D. program at uh, Duke uh, doing electrical engineering um, and doing, like, AI, ML research. Uh, machine learning research and so I was um, I was working on this project um, that was funded by the Department of Homeland Security. And Sam, how'd you was, end up doing improv? <laughs> uh, this story leads into it actually. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was doing, uh, I was working on this project for Homeland Security. It was to um, help the TSA detect explosives. Uh, so like, you know how sometimes you go through airport security and they pull out like a wand and they swab your hand or they swab your suitcase? Yes. Uh So I was working on like an AI algorithm to detect whether or not that swab had explosives on it. So I was working on this project for like two years. Uh, and then one day my advisor uh, tells me, hey, we got to have like this really huge day-long meeting with the like university's legal team and some like liaisons from the fbi uh so we sit down with them and the fbi and like the lawyers they start telling us about um academic espionage and this thing called the arms export control act which is this law that was passed in the 70s that pretty much gives the president uh the power to like veto certain like weapons trade deals just to make sure that like American companies aren't sending guns to, like, fund some genocide or something. Uh, But that also includes, like, academic research that might be of, like, military value, uh, which also included, like, our research. Mm. So they just started going down a list of, like, all the things that could, like, possibly be considered treason. And so, like, on one end of the spectrum, there's, like, just actively giving, like, a foreign spy information that's treason. But also, like, if you go to a foreign country and you have, like, uh, data on your computer, even if you don't give it to someone, that can still be treason.
2: Oh.
3: Uh, Really? Yeah. Like, there was actually a professor who got arrested uh, for doing that and, like, went to prison.
1: Um, So So his responsibility or that professor's responsibility would be to secure the data better?
3: Yeah, to just, like, not even have it on the laptop when he, like, traveled internationally
1: got it okay oh
3: yeah um you can't have like people from certain countries like seeing any of the work or any of the data um you can't like send an email about the project like if you're using a foreign country's wi-fi uh you also can't like talk to like foreign scientists just about like this problem or kind of like pitch ideas and brainstorm together Uh so obviously like this is kind of impossible to like uphold in a university setting, especially since like almost everyone is a international student. So you know, we kind of told them that and they were like, okay, well, we have a solution. Uh we have this like center located off campus uh where we want you to drive to every day and like plug, like launch in like like code and then get in. And this entire building is secured so that no signals can enter or leave the building. So, like, no Wi-Fi, no mobile data, no cell. Uh, the only way to communicate with the outside world when you're in the building is through their dedicated Wi-Fi or, like, a landline they have for you. And they're like, we just want you to be there and, like, work there all the time. Um, and obviously, like, I was like, no. And my advisor was like, it's a terrible idea because, you know, how would I, like, text my friends and, like, get on Facebook and, like, use dating apps, because, you know, that's pretty big for me at that time. I was, like, 23. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so we were, like, hey, I don't think we're going to do this project anymore. Um, And my advisor was, like, yeah, that's that's a good idea. We can find something else for you. Um, And at that point, I was already, like, three years into the PhD program, and I wasn't really feeling it. And so I told my advisor, like, I think I'm going to quit, and I've been doing this, like, improv thing lately. So I think I'm going to try that. And then, yeah, that's how I left the PhD
1: program. <laughs> For th- after three years, how much more did you have left?
3: Uh, well, the thing is, like, they, they put so many restrictions on my project. Like, they said you can't publish any of this research. That would have been, like, starting from scratch. So, it really, yeah, it didn't seem like it would be worth it.
1: I see. So, it wasn't like you were – yeah, I see. It wasn't like if you were building a car that you had everything but the headlights in. It was like you had to start building another – car basically yeah pretty much okay
2: so wait did you like invent those pipe things or did you just like how to how did they were already invented and you were like working on code or
3: already invented we were just working on code to like detect whether or not you had touched explosives
2: got it every time i fly with a candle they do that oh really mm-hmm.
0: why are you flying okay. with a candle
2: so that when I poop, you can't smell it. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> so after I poop, I light it, and then I blow it out, and it doesn't smell. Wait,
3: Isn't you, you needle know not illegal to light something in the bathroom?
2: No, not on a plane when I get to the hotel. I don't care about the plane. <laughs> that's, that's
1: some thought, Jamie. <laughs> this is taking, this is taking a, a turn. I
2: poop
1: a lot. I, I, I do, too. <laughs> anyway uh that's that's very i i never would have thought about that but now i'm now my mind is open to it uh so how did you find yourself studying that sam like what was the like did you get in what what was like what's the area of i guess engineering or science or Uh, that that
3: uh, yeah it was electrical engineering
1: okay um it's
3: what i did in undergrad and uh I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. So I just figured I should go to grad school. Um, <laughs> and then within like electrical engineering, it was like an emphasis in like, uh, called signal processing and machine learning, which is kind of like AI. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of just got assigned the projects. Um, didn't really have that much say in what I was doing or like that much passion in like picking a project either.
1: Do you feel like lucky at all that you discovered that you burnt out? On this subject before it became like your entire life or career (laughs) or. uh... Yeah, I think
3: so. Um, I think I have friends who are like stuck with the PhD program and like they're kind of regretting it. Uh, I also have friends who like are very happy that they're continuing with it. But it's just kind of like after you sink like six years of your life into it, you don't really have any other options but to let go of this course. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely grateful that I got out like two and a half years in
1: interesting um what would what would be so sensitive about this project that like that it needed to be so top secret just that like if if the detection process or methods got out then they could i guess people who want i was going to say evil doers cuz i'm some George W Bush <laughs> could like <laughs> It skirt what your wands were capable of or is that the idea
3: uh yeah i think is like i i was given a lot of like explosives data um just like um. what do certain explosives look like and then i guess if you were a terrorist and you saw that you could figure a way to like maybe hide your explosives better yeah. um but honestly like the real trick is just like wash your hands before going through that thing and like make sure your bag
1: is clean Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Now we're gonna. Now we're gonna have to record the meat from a fucking bunker.
0: <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait. If it, uh, if anybody from a foreign country listens to this, are we all now uh guilty of treason? Um.
3: <laughs> maybe that's like that's how. Okay, okay. Maybe you wanted this out. I don't think so, though, because like because uh, it's not I the mean, data. I don't think so. <laughs> what?
1: That's good enough for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I don't think I've counted to trees today on the meat. <laughs> also, <laughs> fuck the FBI agent who's combing through comedy podcasts looking for trees. Uh, um what and maybe you mentioned this like was there uh did you were you nervous about like telling your family was that an issue at any point was there like anybody in your life who was like invested in this and you were like i gotta br- i gotta <laughs> tell you i'm making a big shift like what was that process like
3: um no i think my parents were actually really happy with it because. Uh, when you, like, when you drop out of a PhD program in, like, STEM, um, you you get, like, a free master's along the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like when you get admitted to a PhD program, usually, like, uh, you get, like, a full ride and a stipend uh, just for STEM programs. Um and like they give you this, assuming that you're going to finish the PhD program, but if like halfway through you're like, actually I, I changed my mind, you can just like do all of the requirements for a masters and just like leave. Um, so yeah, it's like you get a free masters if you just dip out on the PhD program.
2: Wow. So what's your masters in?
3: Uh, electrical
2: engineering. Got it. Okay.
1: Do you still do that stuff or, I mean, do you, is, that, is that, I don't know, it's kind of a weird one. Do, do you still have a job in that or do you work in that at all? Or is it all, are you doing the LA thing now? If, if as much as you can during a fucking pandemic? <laughs>
3: yeah. So my day job is uh, I do data science for HBO max. So ah. pretty similar, like using a lot of the same techniques, uh, trying to predict like how many subscribers we're going to have and how different content is going to change our subscriber counts.
0: Wow. HBO Max really lucked out, huh? They got a... <laughs> oh, yeah. By you dropping out, they got a counter-terrorist working on their uh, data. <laughs> or, uh, how many people have watched Search Party?
3: Uh... Honestly, the problems at HBO Max are way more interesting than that. Also, so <laughs> That's
1: <laughs>
3: incredible.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Is Arliss ever going to be on HBO Max? Arliss? <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of that one. I feel like I've seen that on our list, though. Maybe it is. I'm an HBO Max subscriber. Oh, so. it is. It is. It's great. What about Dream On? Let me look that up for
3: you. So
2: you just have, like, a master list of what's coming out on HBO Max.
1: Uh, no, I'm just googling this and it says it's
0: on oh. HBO <laughs> He's got top secret
1: He's
3: technology.
0: Just <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a show called Dream On that was on HBO back in the day, and I I only watched it because there was boobs on it occasionally.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say this I- is
1: like it's
0: mildly horny, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, when I was when I was a ten uh, year old to twelve year old boy, that was majorly horny show to watch. <laughs> One time, I was on vacation with my family, and my uncle had a hotel room, and everyone was playing cards or something. And they they like put on HBO, or they were like trying to put something on the TV for me, and they put on Dream on on HBO, and I was like, "This is fine. This will do. This is a fine show." And then like. <laughs> three minutes later it was just full on fucking <laughs> 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 softcore style
0: anyway collecting this data Sam about your viewership and <laughs> HBO Max yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: no. put get dream on on HBO Max to uh, we cut to a TSA line <laughs> uh, nervous kind of uh, gentleman approaches the, uh, uh, the the other side of the scanner where they and gets pulled aside by a TSA agent. Oh, what's the uh, what's the issue? Uh, I found something in my backpack. Uh, uh, we're just don't,
3: gonna we're just gonna put it through the machine, uh, swab it real quick. If that's okay. Okay.
1: Um, if it's about the candles, uh, those are for the poops. Uh, Um, The the poops. Just in case I fart or I poop, I like to carry around various candles. Um, It kind of, I have to carry various ones because the scent might change uh, based on the situation where I poop. It's a whole, like if I were to poop in the air bathroom, I have just a a clean vanilla because no one's really going to question that.
3: Okay, so ever, well, I see this bag been. is entirely full of candles. Uh, yeah, you don't have anything in here—no toothbrush, no no clothes.
1: Well, I checked my toothbrush.
3: Okay, well, you know, it's just, it just—it seems a lot of not, suspicious.
1: It's suspicious that I checked my toothbrush. I brushed my teeth this morning.
3: Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, this is a bag entirely full of candles, um, and also, you know, <laughs> our airport bathrooms are cleaned very regularly, and we have air fresheners in the bathrooms, so okay. you really don't need these candles.
1: I'm, the, I'm not taking your word for that. In fact, I've had many experiences that um uh, could tell you otherwise. Listen, you want me to have the candles, all right? If I'm going to drop one and you're – I don't know if you – do TSA agents have their own bathrooms or do you guys use the ones in the airport? That's an interesting question. We, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but uh, we do have our own bathrooms, and they are nice. Wow. Well – I mean, do you, so if you're. It's private for TSA. Does mean that there's like less traffic, less people. Like, might actually be embarrassed if you were to go number two in the. And one of your coworkers, you have to stand next to for another six hours, is privy to that.
3: Sure. I mean, sometimes I go in there and I, I check to make sure nobody's in the bathroom, so that they. You don't wouldn't
1: have to, to if them. you had a sandalwood. Here, sandalwood, huh? I.
2: Hey, uh, packed
3: three, Dale, what's going on?
2: Dale, what's going on here? This line is getting really long. I see you're just smelling things in this guy's backpack. What's up? What's happening? Oh, I'm
3: sorry. I, he just, he had a lot of candles in his backpack and I thought, you know, maybe they were explosives. I was going to run a oh. machine.
2: Oh, okay. Let me just. Ooh, They're not explosives. Raspberry time. We have this in our TSA bathroom. That's nice. Okay.
1: You do? Yeah. That's a misuse of the raspberry time. What does that mean? That's this candle specifically, is if you fart during breakfast.
2: No, no, that's what our pancake scented candle is for.
1: You have a pancake candle?
2: Yeah, in our TSA breakfast room. If anyone farts during breakfast, there's a pancake scented candle.
1: You're doing it all wrong. I don't know. Are, is, are you actually a TSA please, agent? Please,
2: please don't talk back to me. I'm a government agent. I could have you arrested in moments. So, Well, just-
1: who's going to light a pancake candle during breakfast to cover a fart? It's just going <laughs> to smell like off pancakes. I mean, you're you're basically it's a red flag so that you farted yeah. in breakfast
3: our okay. our methods are we we have our own candle system yeah. at the tsa
1: yeah okay well Thank i don't you. trust it and i got my candle system and uh, quite frankly okay. i don't need any more of your guff okay well, <laughs> if you're
3: interested we are hiring no.
1: Okay.
2: I, no we're not what are you doing
3: <laughs> well, he has Damn. a lot of good candle ideas it seems okay and we are hiring an office coordinator <laughs>
1: I mean, oh shit, that is my work. I am an office coordinator, but I, yeah. Listen, I got a flight to catch to St. Louis.
0: We got <laughs> we to these three uh, in one of the, like, back rooms uh, at the TSA airport. Okay. It's been brought to my attention that there was some sort of uh, commotion out in the, uh, during a, a inspection, a standard inspection, uh, regarding what sort of candles we're using in the bathrooms. Yes. Um, I have no choice but to assume that someone here uh, has potentially ill will towards the government. So I'm going to have to test everybody's candle knowledge. I laid a big number two in the bathroom. Uh, oh, you
1: got toilet paper stuck to your foot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, light all
1: the candles you want.
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sorry, here I don't work you. here. <laughs> That's right. But I brought you in as well because you <laughs> seem to have a lot of ideas about this. So yeah. you're all going to have to go in there and tell me what kind of candle you would like to neutralize that odor. Uh <clears throat> And uh, there's only one right answer. So uh, you'll go in there. Uh, tell me what kind of candle you'd use to neutralize that odor.
2: Uh, Agent Jamison. I'm going to stop you right there. I don't need to go into the bathroom to smell it. I can see from the toilet paper on your foot that this is a spinach-induced dump, if you will. And everyone knows that you contradict or you contrast the smell of spinach with limoncello.
0: Wow.
2: If you didn't know that, then I don't know why you would have a job here.
0: Bravo.
3: Thank you. Uh, I'm actually I'm going to have to disagree. Uh, <laughs> I know uh, that, sir, you have Dale. irritable bowel syndrome, uh, <laughs> and that can oftentimes result in a muskier uh, BM. Uh, so I would counter it with maybe a lavender-scented candle.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: my characters, my characters down by the shoe. <laughs> well, that's uh, that would be good work if uh, if maybe. I don't know, you were rookies or something like that. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's a burn. I called you both rookies. Because uh, you want to you wanna paint with broad brushes with this spinach, but you don't even know what kind of spinach you ate. Was it fresh spinach in a salad? Was it roasted spinach in a, a salad? Or was it, was it uh, spinach in a soup? Was it. Um, what I think it is which was spinach he stepped on on the way out of the restroom (laughs) this wasn't a spinach shit at all this was um, (laughs) I think it's a decoy wow wow if I were to guess, I would say that this is a test and that uh, we have to go smell the, what's going on in that bathroom. We can't just make assumptions as TSA agents.
2: You're not a TSA agent.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: Oh,
1: I do Quite frankly, I fear for this whole country's safety, knowing that you three bozos are keeping our, our skies safe, evildoers or terrorists or whatever you want to call
0: them.
1: And so what candle would you use then? I'd have to smell the crap. But looking at this guy, I would guess it had something to do with Reese's Reese's pieces. (laughs) We'll go in the bathroom.
2: Reese's pieces. Let's go. They all walk over to the bathroom. Doesn't matter.
1: You could say Reese's pieces if you want. All right,
2: they're all sniffing around the bathroom. Oh my God, you're right. Someone left a a big block of uh, thawed frozen spinach on the floor over here. (laughs) Ha,
1: ha, ha.
2: Oh, it's so exciting to meet you on this date. It's like, I don't, I'm always on Tinder. I never know if I'm going to meet someone. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I wouldn't meet up with a guy who told me to meet him in a soundproof building behind the university, but I call me curious. <laughs> I'm here.
0: <laughs> Great. Good, good, good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. It's just, I have a pretty top secret job, so I need you to, uh, It's that's why we're meeting in this soundproof uh building. Um you, did you turn your phone off like i asked?
2: <laughs> oh, um i i did, but i i have a live feed coming up on my um Instagram. I'm a i taste food for a living. And oh. so eventually i'm going to have to film that, but right now it's just you and me. So i phone is off, i business for later.
0: <laughs> okay. Um great. Uh I did a little bit of a background check. Um, it says on me. Yeah, just a oh. little. it's just uh, my business. I I have to be careful about what I talk about, and I don't want to withhold because I believe getting to know somebody is knowing their you know their past, their what their hopes, their dreams, things like that. And for sure, I want to be able to sure fully uh, tell you everything, but. In order to do that, I, I kind of had to run some checks on you. So it says like uh, you got busted in eighth grade uh, for smoking marijuana.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't actual marijuana. I took a bunch of grass and I shoved it into paper and I tried to smoke it. <laughs> uh, and then I, I've had permanent lung damage from it, but the charges, the charges were dropped. I got two weeks suspension and I can't believe that even showed up on a background check.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's,
2: it's, that's okay. incredibly thorough.
0: That's fine. Um, uh, and it says one of your past relationships, uh, his name was Pierre. Mm
2: hmm. Pierre Von. Pierre Von. Mm hmm.
0: Pierre Von? <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> uh, is yeah. Pierre Von French?
2: He is. What gave it away? <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha just kidding. Yeah. Pierre was French. Um, he and I worked at Hot Dog on a stick for a summer together. But that was back in I mean, oh my god, I was probably seventeen.
0: Okay. You don't still keep in touch with him.
2: I mean, only when I go back to Hot Dog on a stick, he still works there. But
0: how, how often look, do you go to uh, Hot Dog wait, on a stick?
2: Once a week, it's my favorite <laughs> meal. But wait a second. I don't I think it's a little strange to talk about, you know, ex relationships. While we're on a date, I mean, I could look up yours. I could go on your Facebook. Here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nothing's pulling up. That's right. Um, oh, <clears throat> that's right. There's no signal in this building. That's I'm right. A fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> no, you're not an <laughs> idiot.
2: I wanna. I'm leaving. I'm. Le- it's fine. I'm dumb. I've ruined okay. this date.
0: <laughs> no, you. You're not dumb. You haven't ruined the date. Things are going well. It's okay. You don't I'm have a to be criminal. hard. Criminal. You're not are you? No. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to go on the state. However, if you don't want to continue the state, I'm going to need you to look into this uh little the uh, device I have called a neuralizer is going to wipe your memory. Uh, then I'm going to fill in the gaps.
2: <laughs> you don't know how many men have told me that. I'm not <laughs> falling for it this time. Uh, I'm not looking at anything that will erase my memory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look, I'm not saying that you have to. I'm just saying if we don't end up becoming an item, I'm going to have to.
2: <laughs> You're going to have to flashy thing me.
0: I'm going to have to flashy thing you. Yeah. Um,
2: Fine. I don't want that to happen again. So let's just, I brought, um, I brought us both tacos. So maybe we could sit down and have a taco and not talk about, not taco about my past.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. Let's just have a a couple of tacos. Where'd you get these?
2: Oh, um, well, since we're in San Diego, there's this great place just over the border. I go, I get my tacos. I bring them back. Authentic Mexican tacos. Delicious.
0: (laughs) Interesting. How, how Mm -hmm. often do you cross the border?
2: Oh, uh, every Friday I get my tacos. Um, you know, Tuesday's my corn dog cheat meal, Friday's my taco cheat meal. Um, so yeah, once a week I'm going across the border and they're really the best. It's worth it. It's worth every, every time you're sending in customs.
0: Wow. You're going to have to tell me your exercise routine because for somebody who's eating hot dog on a stick and tacos uh, every week, don't mind me saying, you're fit.
2: Oh, I appreciate it. I have a terrible, terrible butt, and everything just I'm... goes in and goes right out.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: didn't find that in your background check, did you?
0: <laughs> Actually, I did. Um, we have record of your terrible, terrible butt, uh, <laughs> but it didn't it didn't uh, raise any flags. You haven't done any intergalactic travel, have you?
2: No, I wish. Okay. <clears throat> No. <laughs> no intergalactic travel Okay, I uh, I was supposed to be on one of those like m- you know spaceships with the monkey and they put a person on it but I didn't get picked <laughs> that's my huh. terrible butt you can't have a bad butt in space <laughs> if you have a bad butt in space shit gets wild
0: <laughs> interesting I have all that information about your bad butt but nothing about your uh, near Space travel.
2: Hmm. Maybe your background check isn't so official, which is why I think we should just focus on each other. Okay, and right. how much fun we're having. Yeah, and you—you you said I was fit. You're—you, I mean, you're already in this like PhD program. You're what, like nineteen? You're like a Doogie mm-hmm. Hauser.
0: Yep, I, <laughs> I'm nineteen. Yeah, I'm the Doogie Hauser of the <clears throat> uh, the program. Um, the youngest. You know, they almost had to change the name from Men in Black to Young Boys in Black.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> I thought this you're training to be a Men in Black.
0: That's a Man cor- in Black? That's correct.
2: Oh my god. I mean, I all this time I thought you were doing something with like AI. Men a Man in Black. That is incredible.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um <clears throat> They insist uh, that everything has to be top secret, but Daddy's got a date, so I just got to run a very specific list of uh, protocols.
2: But if we fall in love... You see two
0: alien hands come
1: out of her butt and, like, rip up her chair.
2: (laughs) I said I had a
0: bad butt.
1: (laughs) They go back to normal.
0: I'm sorry. What were you saying? Okay. Development department, as you know, we're looking to bring in some new fresh, exciting stories to the HBO max lineup. We're looking to expand our streaming library. Um, and I got to say, I'm a little disappointed with some of these pitches. Um, dream on the reboot more dreaming on dream dream on anything that isn't bringing back or rebooting or sequelizing dream on from any of you guys
1: Mm, i thought i mean there's a lot of options on there but
2: yeah we're talking sequels prequels origin stories
0: Yeah, I don't know what the origin story to Dream On would be, I think. Oh,
2: okay, I can explain it to you. Okay. Okay, so we come in, and the theme song goes, Dream, Dream On. And then we open up a door, and it's just two big titties. And the titties aren't attached to a body, but they've got eyes and noses, and they talk to you, and they say, Hello, welcome to Dream On. Are you ready for this? And they squirt milk at the camera, and then that's it. I think it's a perfect. It's fun. It's, you know, kids don't have an attention span these days. You just got to get in, get out, move on.
0: Whoa, Cody. What? (laughs) What? You get a library card or read a, that is a wild pitch. Uh, What?
2: I read that bird by bird and like all the cats, chasing cats, whatever book you gave me about writing.
0: Yeah. I read them all. Short assignments.
2: Yeah, short assignment, short origin story. Titties That's... explaining goodbye, credits. Tid-
0: <laughs> Titties with eyes squirt milk. Come on, we're Warner Media. We've got so much intellectual property. <laughs> We've got Whatever. DC Comics. We've got the Friends franchise, Big Bang Theory, Looney Tunes. Does anybody okay. have anything? Okay. Fine.
1: You know how we did the Snyder cut? <clears throat> yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, we did the Snyder cut. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. People seem to like that. The Snyder okay. cut of of Batman, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I got one. Uh, uh, uh we do we do a uh, dream a dream on cut of Batman.
2: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> what would it's that be? dark.
1: Mean? It starts with the origin story of Batman. Batman's parents Good They get mugged in the street mm-hmm. They get killed mm-hmm. Batman's mom's titties come out
0: Okay, now
2: <laughs> Oh yeah, woo-ha,
1: woo-ha woo Wow, No. One titty explains that the, the two titties have a scene as they're dying uh, saying, I hope my sons a vigilante. Go with the rest of the Batman movie. Yeah,
0: I think that's great. I now <laughs> that that again. That's mostly titties talking. I don't know why where that's coming from. So much exposition from the boobs.
3: <laughs> well, what if, what about my pitch? The uh, Dream on the animated series. Okay. <clears throat> It's about a pair of boobs, um, and they're like young boobs, and they're asymmetrical, uh, and they're very self-conscious about the fact they're asymmetrical, but over the course of the series, uh, you know, the boobs learn to love themselves for who they are, Um, and also they teach you Spanish.
0: Okay, what if we replace the boobs with something else. Uh, I
1: am sick of these network (laughs) notes. (laughs) you got three of the best minds in here coming up with new ideas for HBO Max and, of course, the greedy network has to get their hands off. You know what? I thought this would be different.
0: You know, it's not. I need something without tits in it. I need something that isn't Dream On related. (sighs) So I've got a meeting with the bigwigs upstairs. I'm going to leave you in this room and I don't want you coming out of this room until you've pitched some new ideas, okay? So, have a look at our catalog. <sighs> Brainstorm, I want this whiteboard full of ideas when I get back. <laughs> Lock, shut, slam.
2: This is awful. <sighs> All right, well. going to
1: write books again.
2: <laughs> let me start writing down some ideas. Okay, just gotta get boobs out of our head.
3: Right, that's right. so easy to do. Just it yeah. boobs out of our head.
2: Okay. Um, it's like- David, do you have any
1: ideas?
3: <laughs> Hitties. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what are the opposite of boobs? Yeah. Like a concave chest. Yeah. So maybe there's something there?
2: <laughs> yeah. Like a bra. Like a bra. Oh, what if the titties are hidden by a bra so you can't see them? Get them back down here. Oh. <laughs>
1: they run up and pull this guy down by the collar. All right.
0: <laughs> Today's your lucky day. They're I all was in cigarettes. a meeting with the fucking Warner Brothers.
2: What? Not is anymore. It? The They're Warner all- Brothers? <laughs> yeah. Not anymore.
0: Okay. What do you got for me? Let's start here. What's the opposite of tits? <laughs> Uh, The bad butt? I don't know.
2: God. No. (laughs) We're
0: not making men in black again.
2: (laughs) The opposite of tits is a bra. Okay? Bras take tits away from us. Bras are bad. So we have this bra that's hiding these two sweet titties that just want (laughs) to tell a story. It's kind of like oppression. These boobs are being oppressed and they need to be freed.
1: Ugh. Yeah, the bra's like the Crypt Keeper.
2: Yeah, the bra's like the Crypt (laughs) Keeper. The
1: the bra just kind of lets you have a little peek at some of the titty story, Mm -hmm.
0: whatever. right, you know what? I'm under deadline. Fuck it. Let's, uh...
2: Yay! Oh, you're not gonna be sorry.
1: We see a graph of, uh, of, of total of streaming platform uh, subscriptions. Uh, it starts with Netflix way on the top and HBO Max creeping up uh, as the months go by and titty tales start happening. HBO Max <laughs> shoots up the chart. Uh, Netflix plummets.
3: That's a Comic Con where there's a, a titty tales booth. <laughs> Uh, and then we have the voice actor of uh, the main titty uh, ready to sign pictures of titties.
2: Behind him are just two giant like titty characters that like dance around and they have eyelashes.
3: Okay, so uh, everyone's lined up and they, they're they dying to take pictures with you, um, you know, get your autograph signed. Um, your hair, though, it's looking a little bit off. I mean, usually, isn't it, like, the main titty, like, the nipple hair is a little bit more, like, dreaded?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm just a voice actor. I don't actually have, I'm not an actual tit with, with dreads. I'm just a <laughs> voice I, I get that, but
3: it's, it's usually, like, when people read books or when they see, like, animation, they have an image of who the author or, or the voice actor is, and
2: it's right. just like...
1: If you don't the, know, the first person me. approach the booth. Oh, I'm at the wrong place. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. This is Titty Tales.
2: Hi, I'm I'm um, Abigail Breslin. I do the Titty Tales voice. Would you like an autograph?
1: Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no thanks. Oh. Sorry. Can I get one of these two titties behind you at the island? Mm. Are they Can they sign something or...
2: I mean, yeah, they're just extras. They're just hired. for their day workers. They're whoa.
1: Well,
2: I mean, that says a
1: lot about you.
2: <laughs> I am. I am the titty tail voice. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is weird. I hear the voice, but like.
2: Okay, close your eyes. Was, me, yeah. Close your eyes and hand me that photo right there. Okay. Okay. All right.
1: Whoa, um, that's awesome.
2: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> whoa, the, I'm
1: getting talked to my auntie. Then I open my eyes and ah. <laughs>
2: it's still me i'm abigail breslin i'm the voice of titty tales
0: we see his uh disgruntled wife standing behind him are we are you about (laughs) done honey did you get what you wanted
1: (laughs) no i didn't get at all what i wanted (laughs) all right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast—the part of the show where a guest shares a true meaty story from their lives. Uh, Jamie, you are up.
2: So I felt like I—it's hard for me to think of like meaty stuff that happened to me. Like I texted my two best friends and was like, "What's a meaty story about me?" <laughs> and because like, anytime something happens, I'm like, "Remember this! Remember this!" But I don't. But something I do remember a lot is um, a breakup that I had in fifth grade. Uh And I still probably 23 years later, like remember it vividly, like from time to time. Um, So like, I didn't date a lot in high school because I was like, I was done dating after elementary school. I had (laughs) a ton of boyfriends in elementary school, but there's one in particular, his name was Will. I don't think he'll listen to this him him and his wife share a facebook page which i think is fucking bizarre so i'm like his he's not gonna be listening to a comedy podcast is but, it one
1: of those that's like will and lucy
2: yes is it it's the like, first
1: name
3: or something. it's
2: like will and her like it's like will jamie like it, the name is like combined and then their last name I actually can't remember her name. Not that I have looked at it. Um, that
1: that but, screams to me trust issues.
2: That's how I feel. It's like you want to have, the, and especially on Facebook, it's like, come on. Um, yeah. But, so, Will and I dated on and off kind of all through elementary school. Um, he was my first kiss. He, like, we, like, pecked in the, um, like, photo booth at a skate express. And I was mortified that my parents would find out. Mm-hmm. And then we broke up a few times um i dated this guy who i broke up with because people made fun of me because i put on his jacket and like the sleeves were too short on it because i was taller than him um it's so, like i was the dick there and i dated like a couple, i dated around a little bit and then will and i got back together after fifth grade camp because he was dating this girl ashley and she broke up with him because he wore a dress during the talent show and I was like, I don't care. I, which I also danced to Big Wiggly Style during that, that talent show. And I was like, great. So Will and I get back together and things are great. He gives me a Matchbox 20 tape. He gives me like a little, like one of those like little like adjustable gold rings with like the teeny tiny gemstone in it. And we were doing great. And then we, one day he decided to break up with me. And I so, like, vividly remember it because my elementary school was, like, <clears throat> there was, like, classrooms and then there was, like, the big grass, like, play playground and just all the grass area. And then there was portables, like, portable kind of, like, I don't know, like, trailers kind of mm-hmm. where the fifth and sixth graders were. And so we were, like, walking there in the, like, portable area. And <sighs> we decided to break up. He was going to start dating my friend Taryn, which was also heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I told him... Uh, he was like, whatever, we're done. And I said, get a life. And he looked around, he turned back at me, he said, get a tan. And I, (laughs) and it was the greatest clap back of all time. I still think about it because it was so quick. I was like, wow, that's so funny. Um, I haven't, I don't tan. It's incredible how I don't. And I genuinely was like, this is something that I still think about Constantly, and I wonder if I like reached out to him if he would remember. But that would be fucking crazy if I reached out to him and was like, "Hey, remember when we were ten? <laughs> work up with me?" <laughs> like it's so it's something I so genuine. And then I think I, I moved on and I dated probably like an eighth grader or something. <laughs> that was lying.
0: in fifth grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <Ooh>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow, yeah. that is. I know. Did that? Hit,
1: hit, that's the kind of thing that like. So you seem to say that, like the get a tan part, <clears throat> you remember that pretty vividly.
2: So vividly.
1: Did, did that like affect you later on? Did you like try to go tanning? Was for that sure, like hundred percent.
2: I did. I like, and this was in like the '90s. Still, I went and got like the like um, like lotion. Like there wasn't tanning beds or anything at that time, or we you were like too young to go. So I like got. Yeah, I totally did. I was like devastated oh i also my dad and i used to go deep sea fishing a lot so we like after will and i broke up um we went on a deep sea fishing trip and i threw the ring and the matchbox 20 tape into the ocean um <laughs> and i'm 10 i'm 10 and i thought because like, i feel like like i there'll be like breakups i have now and i'm like i don't really remember what happened like unless it's a bad breakup and you're just like oh yeah we like just sort of like broke up right like, huh? this, but this one it's like just it was it was i was really hard it was like my first i think it was my first heartbreak oh (laughs) yeah
1: first one is the hardest right first cut is the deepest first cut
2: is the deepest
1: (laughs) that is true though like Mm -hmm. when you fall in love with the and like and get your heart broken at those age, it's like all consuming
2: (laughs) yeah we used to tell each other that we loved each other on the phone like i also think like if i was my parents and my like 10 year old was saying that they loved some boy, I'd be like, what? I don't, I I don't know if I would just let them be like, whatever, it's fine. Or if I'd be like, no, you don't, (laughs) you don't understand.
0: I think about that all the time, how like the patience required of a parent to sort of like indulge their kids, like first crushes or loves. And it's like, we're going to go to the same college and get married or whatever. And it's like, you probably aren't. Uh," And then like that breakup coming and you have to just like be like, uh, sympathetic towards it, even though it's like, it, it's fine. It's uh, only going to
2: get worse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How old, uh, good. how old would your kid have to be before you'd be like, yeah, I believe
3: in this. I believe they're in love.
0: Wow, Sam. Great mm. question. I'm not thrilled about my knee jerk response.
2: <laughs> what was it? Wait, what what
0: is it? Just like, I don't... Any time,
2: I'm uh, <laughs> just like,
0: okay, well, we'll see. Uh like Mine will be 35. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't
2: know. I think I would always just be like having to not be like, it's gonna get worse, it's gonna or it's gonna get harder. I also yeah. think all the short relationships I had were always harder. Like I dated a guy for like a second in college and when we broke up, I was devastated. But then I'll have like three year long relationships. And of course it's like a bummer, but you're like, okay, you just kind of like move on. But those short, those short little flames. Yeah. yeah, I agree.
1: I agree with that.
2: (laughs) I I say, as I'm literally 23 years later, still thinking of this breakup. (laughs) I had in fifth grade.
1: (sighs) That's a lot of dating for fifth grade. I remember like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I don't think you're your experience is going to be much different from mine, but like dating in elementary school was basically like, maybe you'd go to the mall together or yeah, just hanging out at re- recess or something.
2: Yeah. You would like hold hands at recess. Um, you'd wear their like jacket if they were on like a YM, uh or ASOS or whatever soccer team. Um, <laughs> and then like go to Skate Express. We, well, Skate Express was big for us. Cause it was like the one place that our parents like felt safe dropping us off and maybe the mm-hmm. mall but I think mainly Skate Express.
1: (laughs) We had Butler Skateland. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I
0: don't know what those are.
2: They're just like skate rinks. rinks. They have one like now that's, I think, cool again, but we used to have skate nights in elementary school. I think, again, I think it was for all the grades, but it was like you held hands during the slow songs. You knew who was official because of who was holding hands to skate night. Um yeah. Do you think
0: do you think that he was cl- being clever or he had that one like preloaded?
2: I bet it was something that he wished internally through the the term (laughs) of our relationship that I had. I had slightly darker skin and I wasn't opaque. Like I, I feel like it's probably something he complained about to like his friends like Jamie's great, but man, she's so (laughs) white. And the way it came out, it's like, like, you know, when you get a fight now with your significant other and you're like, well, you don't put the dishes in the sink. And it's like, we're arguing about something else. I feel like it was like that Mm -hmm. because he wasn't, he was funny, but not that funny. Right. Um, and it came like I can so yeah. vividly remember it, so I think it was like a I think he was expelling some internal yeah, it lacked demons he had with our relationship
0: it, it's like it I've, oh go ahead
1: oh, I was just gonna say i've I've had that happen before, where like someone was trying to describe me to someone else, and they were like, uh, it was from a show like i was they knew I was a comedian, so they had that context. But they said like, uh, brown hair, a little shorter, and then they said like uh clothes are clothes don't fit him right or something like that. And and then the person guessed it right away. They were like, Oh, Josh Simpson. And I was like, What the fuck?
0: Everyone think that? Like
1: I wear my clothes are weird on me.
0: That's so
1: like,
2: funny.
1: <laughs> but it's honest, so you can't like be mad at it, but it's just like everyone, that's the clue that got it. <laughs>
2: But yeah. it's like then you're now you're thinking like oh every time these people watch me in a show they must be like okay welcome to the state and like you come out and you're like getting a suggestion and they're like his clothes just don't fit right yeah <laughs> like he's real funny but man what why doesn't he get a belt like
1: <laughs> <laughs> made me readjust my wardrobe for real <laughs> good
2: yeah see it like you internalize it
1: I did uh, what were you gonna say Jake for I-,
0: I I was just like uh. <clears throat> like sometimes and i wish i could think of a specific example but it's like i think i the same way you go back and like watch a show that you liked as a kid and you're like oh i remember this being better than it was or whatever it's like i there are like kids that i grew up with that i were like man they were so like clever and funny and then like uh as like when i was an actual teacher it was like i didn't really ever come across too many teenagers who were that clever
3: So I know we've been stuck on this island for a long time and I know your spirits have been down lately, but I think things are about to turn around. Okay. Because you'll never believe what I just found.
1: (laughs) I hope it's fucking food.
3: It's not food. It's a a matchbox 20 CD and a little (laughs) toy plastic (laughs) ring. It just washed up on shore.
2: Wait, what? I'm going to fucking choke you.
3: No, 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 no! It's a Matchbox 20 CD, you know, like Rob Thomas and a little ring.
1: We asked you to figure out how to fish, and you came back with a Matchbox Twenty CD and a little gold ring. You, yeah, f- you came thought... back with garbage. We don't have a tape player.
3: Okay, well, one day We're we'll CD get one player. of those.
0: Who are you going to give? The... <clears throat> Who are you going to give the ring to? Jay. I don't know. I mean, at,
3: at this point, Christ. it doesn't seem like Jamie or Josh is going to get this ring.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't want it.
2: I don't want it.
1: And I'm your husband, so <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you should be giving it to anyone else. No,
2: I oh, so it
3: sounds like you do want this ring, man, huh?
1: I think I want you to fig- be the man of this situation f- for a minute. Be one of the men of this situation, but I'd love you to be the man of the situation and figure out how to fucking fish. I'm starving. Look at I this mean, hut I made when you were gone. That,
3: that's excellent craftsmanship, all right? And look at what I brought home. Music and jewelry. <laughs> it's not food, but they're still nice things.
1: We're going to die out here. Yeah.
0: No, don't, don't say that. We're going to fucking die out here. <laughs> look, Sam, I, I, I carved that. your name into the rocks over there. Jesus Christ, at least hide it.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> wait, 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 where? Show me.
0: Over there? Yeah, over there. Ah, you you know my middle name? That's right, Randolph.
3: Oh my gosh! You know what? Maybe I should give you this ring. Maybe like. you should
0: chop down the tree like
1: I asked you to, instead <laughs> of carving little romances into it. You know what, Jake?
3: Take this ring, okay?
0: Oh, look! You got the ring. Take the ring, and take <laughs> the CD too.
3: Take the CD. This and is my mixtape for you. <laughs>
0: That's excellent. Now I've got something to play in my boombox. box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a crank. You got a crank. You got a crank generator? Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. It's passed. 3
0: a.m. on oh, <laughs> my spoon!
1: And I said baby! <laughs> <This is good. laughs> i'm not even hungry anymore i'm starving
2: yeah every time we ask you to crank the radio to get the news you say i can't i have a bad elbow i have never seen someone crank that hard in my life i've never
0: I do have bad elbow, but I could sense that the mood was getting a little sour, so Uh, I put that aside for the benefit of the group. That's what someone with a ring does.
2: All right, fine. Well, I went into the woods, and I found a bunch of berries. Um, I don't know if they're poisonous or not, but I figured we could all rummage through them and see what happens.
1: Okay, that's a good start. We got berries.
0: And I also collected some berries mm-hmm. and <clears throat> smashed up these cocoa beans and used a little coconut milk to make chocolate and i dipped them in chocolate sam
1: <laughs> chocolate covered chocolate oh my god <laughs> <laughs> those are berries <laughs> you <appears>. fucking moron <laughs> what <laughs> he covered what the so berries <laughs> in chocolate oh god.
0: I mean, not it's surprised so he doesn't and recognize women.
1: a chocolate covered <laughs> <laughs> berry. Last Valentine's Day, he got me a coupon for free hugs.
3: Hey, that was so hard to find paper on this island.
1: <laughs> you know, you're right. That that is. Tr- we could have burned the paper, and for a fire.
0: <laughs> How long have we been? <laughs> in- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because because baby. turn the fucking radio on we shouldn't even have a CD function for this thing this is for I didn't think this thing worked but you turned it into a CD player it's supposed to be a, tr- a transmitter radio so we can pick up signals it, you called it your boom box uh huh this is a boom box. This is our survival equipment. And Jesus, God, did you stick flares?
2: Yeah, is this a little? I'm trying Air. to make it like a like a DJ booth. That's right.
0: All right, party people. <laughs> no. What the hell? <laughs> Grab the one you love. Nice. Hey, DJ, can I make a request? No. Of course. Can you play 3AM by Matchbox 20? You got it. I must be
1: lonely. I'm wiping my ass with with tree bark. Okay? I've uh, The last thing I ate was a... I think was a poisonous berry, all right? I'm, it's, I don't even know how many days it's been since February 14th.
2: Yeah, our plane went down, Valentine's Day. All of us.
1: But it's not Valentine's Day anymore. And if if there was Valentine's within this group, it would be me and my husband, would be Valentine's.
0: Would it? He gave me the ring. ring.
1: Just, can we survive first? Can we get yeah. through this first?
2: We ate my husband the first day the plane <laughs> went down. There was still food. Yeah. We, all said, we have to eat Tony. And so I said, okay, fine. So.
0: We may have overreacted a little bit on that.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Look. Okay.
0: And I, I apologize for that. You know, I, I'm sorry. Uh we're stuck on this island and I think our past lives are behind us, okay? So uh yeah, are you two married? Yes. But did Sam give me a blowjob in the hot tub last night? Yes he did. What's a hot tub? <laughs> Do you have a hot tub?
3: It's a wave pool that we
1: both peed in to make it warm. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. It was warm. though. You gave a blowjob in there, Sam. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. we are open, but we—I don't—I have lost count of the days. But you've turned into an animal.
3: <laughs> I'm so lonely out here. Okay. You are. I'm yeah. out here with you. Yeah, but you've been yelling at me ever since we got on this island, and all the little trinkets I give you—the seashells. The Rob Thomas CD, the ring, none of it seems to impress you anymore. It's sea trash.
1: (laughs) It's sea
0: trash. All I'm saying is if you're not careful, you're gonna lose Sam if you don't start appreciating him. Sam, look at that. I point up in the sky and there's a plane doing skywriting that says (laughs) (gasps) I love you, Sam. (laughs) How did you do that?
2: Jake, you have context with the plane and you didn't use it to save us? What?
0: Yeah. What? what? Sam, don't blow it right here, right now, here and now. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I can't help myself, all right? Just got baby. Knock, 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 knock,
1: knock, <clears throat> knock. God, I'm nervous. Um... Ding dong. Oh jeez. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um this is crazy. Uh it's me, Josh. Um uh this you're uh Samantha, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we dated uh in fifth grade, um summer camp actually. Uh, we were sort of still. Oh steady. my Do you remember? god, yeah. At Lake Josh. Owen. Yeah, we the Lake Owen camp, right? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was that was fun. That was crazy. How are your thirties going? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how to open.
0: Well, this. I'm open. What? I'm I'm married with kids. You could have reached out to me on Facebook. Is everything okay? This is really taking me by surprise. I, I uh, Facebook.
1: Um, isn't secure for me, but, uh, I wanted to ask, the only way I could do this is in person. Um, Hey, uh, you said something, uh, at the end of camp, uh, when we went our separate ways, uh, uh, you said, I said like, uh, well, hopefully we'll see each other soon. Who knows? And you said, not until you get a new nose
0: i said that yeah you don't remember no i don't i mean i i'm sorry i that's i feel awful about that is
1: (laughs) do you have an inkling of why you might have said that
0: i don't know i i was kind of a jerk i think in camp and um
1: i got a new nose
0: you got a new nose because of that
1: yeah. Little rhinoplasty.
0: That's you your new it, nose? What? <laughs> That's your. What did you say? (laughs) Nothing. I'm nothing. You said it it weird. No, No. you said it. You said it aghast. It looks fine. No. No, you said it. Is there something wrong with
1: my new nose? No. You said. I I just. It's too quick for you to just (laughs) set off the cuff. No. It's obviously. No. Steep. Uh, I gotta go. Wait, (laughs) no, what? (laughs) We cut to 20 years later. (laughs) Ding dong. Uh.
0: uh... son daughter could you get the yeah. door could someone get the door sure sure i got it
1: dad thanks we see someone oh. with a, <laughs> a coat up to, <laughs> held above their nose like a the uh, phantom of the opera i guess <laughs> uh, they're holding their coat over their face hi can i help you sir hi um this is awkward is this where uh is this jake's hat is this samantha's house i'm sorry is this samantha's house
3: uh,
1: does it, yeah, is someone name is your mother named samantha that's my mom's name yeah are you looking for can you please get samantha for me
3: uh, okay well she's she had an accident recently so her hip isn't really great but i guess i can get her down here for you who, who really is
1: it <laughs> uh, what's your name sir my name's josh from lake owen summer camp it's josh from lake owen summer camp mom we had a bit of a fling. It was pretty hot and heavy for most of the week that we spent. Yeah, I fifth don't. Grade I, I don't. I don't
3: need to
1: know. You've never been to camp else. before.
3: I mean, I've been to camp, but I don't need to know that about my mom.
1: Okay, I mean, it's hard to imagine, but your mom—your mom, we, but, your mom was a person too. Oh,
2: mom! Be okay. careful on the stairs. Uh,
3: yeah, mom! Be
1: careful. One. Oh, hello! Looks like old lady Karma paid you a visit excuse me <laughs> looks like the old hips aren't working like they did back at lake owen camp Wow, uh, do you remember me um, we knew each other back at lake owen um uh, we I, dated for a while at the end of our uh week i said well hopefully we see each other again soon who knows and he said yeah, especially if you don't – something <laughs> – my memory's fuzzy now. There's something – the, especially if you don't get yours fixed or something, especially with your nose, nose being like that. I – yeah. And then I got a nose, and then I showed up to your door um, 20 years after that, so we must have been about in our 30s. Uh, and, oh. and then you said I showed you my new nose, and then you said that's a new nose? That's your new nose? I'm
0: so sorry. I, uh, I, uh, my late husband was one of the men in black and I, they erased my, uh, I got neuralized, uh, so I don't really remember anything. Um,
1: you don't remember? Mm-hmm. I thought, mm, but that's, that's a new nose. <laughs> Good this my is my dumb
2: <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> you, you
1: got him. This is my, oh my double. God, so this is my got second it. new oh nose.
2: Oh my god. Who knew mom was such a bully? I love it. <laughs> I saved
1: up for 15 years.
0: <laughs> to or get it. the second nose. Boy. <clears throat> so that's a new nose that caught up with your old face.
2: Oh, <gasps> oh. oh. Hey, Josh, we still have out here for the dinner. Oh, mom. <laughs> oh, your hip's better, mom. <laughs> mom.
0: Jamie, could you come downstairs? <clears throat> your father and I would like to talk to you. Yeah, what's up? <sighs> Do you want to think you want to tell us?
2: Uh, is everything okay? Uh, no, well, I,
0: the photo booth from the roller rink called Oh, we have pictures of your first
1: kiss. I see the father's pouring a stiff glass of <laughs> <laughs> straight whiskey?
2: I, I mean, mom, that was a long time ago. I'm in town for my <laughs> wedding. I'm in town for my wedding. I'm I'm 29 years old.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Where did you get this?
0: (laughs) The photo booth company went out of business. And Uh (laughs) (laughs) you know how your father likes to go to police auctions.
1: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) And he found that photo booth. We were going there to possibly get a boat. But instead, we bid on an old photo booth for nostalgic purposes. And it had a button. And we found it. out our found out our daughter.
2: Don't say it.
1: Is Don't. <laughs> kissing all around town.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was in fifth grade. Okay, I was curious. I didn't you know,
1: smashes the whiskey in his hand. Dad, that's
2: hundred <sighs> <canceled>. percent. <sighs> okay, listen, listen.
1: Fifth grade, that doesn't make it any better.
2: Does it make you guys feel better that I I'm marrying? Andrew, okay? Does Andrew know? Andrew's the guy I kissed in that photo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm marrying my fifth grade love, okay?
1: I can't trust him. He pours himself another whiskey.
2: Ugh. Okay, look, look, I I lied. It wasn't Andrew. It was his twin brother, Andrew. (laughs) He <laughs> know, and he doesn't know Dad, those are my that's my wedding china okay my wedding crystal listen you guys have to stop freaking out about this because if Andrew knows I made out with Andrew, through he's never gonna marry me okay it was fifth grade I was wild okay I got straight A's I wanted to be a little bad so I kissed a guy no tongue lips closed in the photo booth at a express it was one time, okay? People make mistakes.
3: Well, we cut to the next day at the wedding. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Simpson, uh, there's a photo booth there, actually, if you want to get your picture taken.
0: <laughs> here, there's a photo booth here? Yeah, uh, Jamie Jamie
3: said she really wanted a photo booth uh, at our wedding, and yeah. you know, who am I to say no? <laughs>
0: Hmm.
2: Just take a photo Honey, would you like Death? to take a
0: photo in the photo booth? Mm. Or are we too old To take a no, photo in the photo booth And kiss each other
2: No, you're fine and You can go take a photo in the photo with the kiss each other Cause-
1: Yeah, I didn't bring any condoms <laughs> <laughs> um, That's
3: okay, you don't need condoms for the photo booth actually. You just go no. in and you can press the button
1: you yeah. Don't. Oh, we don't need condoms in the photo booth. No. <laughs> Might no, want to talk no. to your twin about that.
2: <coughs> Dad. <laughs> you don't oh, kiss geez. with condoms. You kiss with lips. Condoms go on your penis. Well, well I
1: don't you know what's happened in, in that phone. photo. I don't know what's happened in that photo booth since apparently it's where it's on uh, the same photo
2: booth. It is not the, the same entire- photo
1: booth. <laughs> well, apparently that's where, according to what you are doing in fifth grade, that's where all the. Fucking and sucking in town happens in a photo.
0: (laughs) We see him crush (laughs) a flower vase that was set up (laughs) for the wedding.
2: (laughs) I have to pay for that. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) I I don't, I can't, I can't anymore. This whole wedding just feels off.
3: Uh, sorry it's it's fine. It, this was uh, one of my brother's Anther's favorite hobbies just taking photo booth pictures.
0: Oh, I bet um, it was. I bet it was. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah
3: I, I I miss him so much and it's yeah. just really it, it's great that uh, I could have this little memento. He's there to my wedding from.
2: He was in a photo booth when he died. He was at the South County Fair when that giant truck drove through and killed everyone and he was the one in the photo booth. There's photos of it. It's terrible. So please stop bringing up Anthro and photo booths at my wedding.
1: I have to ask did it take four photos of him? Yeah. Cuz
2: <laughs> on impact it just kept flashing and flashing. It was like flashing.
3: a time lapse of him dying yeah. and like I have them and it's really hard to look at, but I yeah. force myself to do it sometimes just to remember him.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, can't I mean, say that. That seems like poetic
0: justice. I'm honestly surprised you just picked to have a photo booth here.
2: <laughs> in hindsight, it's a little insensitive, but we wanted to pay memory to Andrew, and, you know, no cars can drive on this road, so it's fine.
3: He died doing what he loved, getting his photo taken in a photo booth.
2: Yeah. He loved it a lot. Well, yeah, I bet. Well,
0: shall we we take a photo and get this ceremony over with?
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Let's all just go go in there, mom and dad. Take a photo, and we'll put it in our scrapbook.
1: How do you want to do this, sweetheart?
0: To, uh, two arms come out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
2: Mom, mother, not at my wedding. You put those you, hands back.
1: You don't talk about your mother's bad butt.
2: <laughs> it is my wedding. Oh, I, I thought
0: anything goes in the photo booth. I thought it was yeah. just free rain in the photo booth. <laughs> it's just a photo booth. It's a regular photo booth that you take pictures in.
2: Me pissing someone in a photo booth does not mean you can bring out your alien arms at my wedding.
0: I start lighting candles in the photo booth. Maybe I'll just see oh, a big old shit in here.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, it's a
2: rental. Someone light a candle.
0: But what scent would you like? Huh? You probably, huh? Hmm, cinnamon.
2: Yeah, everyone knows cinnamon. It's by, it's
3: by the churro stand. <sighs>
0: Fine. Fine. Are you happy?
1: All right, it's time for the <laughs> for, for the bride to dance
0: with her daddy. <laughs>
1: All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Meat Improv. Thank you so much for being on. That was a blast, yeah. y'all. That
0: was really Thank fun. You. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome.
3: Uh, with you.
1: <laughs> alien butts, fart candles. It all, it all made it in. Uh, um, so now we will uh, go around and I'll give you a chance to plug whatever you like. So let's do that. Uh, uh, Sam, what do you got? Anything?
3: Uh. F- not really in quarantine. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at uh, S A M D followed by eight
1: E's. <laughs> Sam D eight E's. Is it d- just like your last name is spelled Sam D I and then eight E's? Oh,
3: uh, it's D E E E E. Oh, okay. So I think shorter was taken already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seven E's was taken. <laughs> Yeah,
2: it was. <laughs> oh my god! I just wow, kept on pressing
1: funny. E until I got it. That's <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, so eight E's. <laughs> uh, Jamie, what, what what do you want to plug?
2: Uh Instagram and Twitter at Jamie Gall, Gaul, G A U L. I wish I had showed show. Maybe when the world goes back to whatever it is, <laughs> you can come see Cardinal Redbird. Follow them on us on Instagram. Yeah, it's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: it, <laughs> Jake. Um, uh, check out uh, We shows if you want on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash We Improv. Um, that's all I got too. Uh, I'm at
1: Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter, Josh Simpson on Instagram. Um, the meat is on all the social platforms at The Meat Improv, um, and we have our Patreon. Uh, usually have a weekly episode called The Potatoes where Jake and I talk about improv stuff. Uh, we're not doing that at the moment, but we have a huge backlog and that's just $5 a month. So if you want access to that, patreon.com session meet improv. Um, that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend if you like the show. Stay safe out there. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you next time on
0: The Meat! The Meat.
1: Improv. <laughs>